Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris, and today we're going to go through Back on Track, Strength in Life, the VIP process, just to help you get your ducks in a row. Or disorganized knowledge leads to confusion. And I know over the course of coaching, it's really easy for us to get a whole lot of information and be mixing it into the vitamizer and blending it up, and we end up saying, I know my purpose, know my vision, know my goals, know everything but it's not contextualized. And when things aren't contextualized, it makes it really hard to put them into, into practice and to implement what, what they stand for. Let's have a look at this chart, which opens up our day. The bottom line is uh, that we have to do whatever we love and love what we do. That's a sense of purpose. Then if you couldn't fail, what would you be, do and have? The vision links to your purpose. So your visions are how you, let's say, uh, make your purpose tangible. Now, you can never achieve your purpose. It's the biggest thing, the biggest ambition that you have. It's your intent, your vision, inspiration, and purpose, which is what we're working on here, your visions, are something that you can ever evolve, continually build and build and build. Because as you know, when you first come to coaching, it's usually because of a problem. As you evolve, problems go away, but then why would you come back to coaching if you don't have a problem? Most people use coaching for the purpose of going through a transition, but once they get to the other end of that transition, there's sort of like the plane begins to uh, glide through the air rather than to keep uh, ascending at a great rate. To do that, we need an ever-expanding vision. And when a person locks their vision down and basically assumes that nature is going to be happy with that, they make a bit of a mistake. The purpose of ongoing coaching is to keep expanding your vision and make sure that you are staying on priority. Let's look at the next one down. The soul thinks in pictures. Therefore, when you imagine something, it's pretty close to getting in touch with your soul. Now, the most important thing you can imagine is the future. And so when we visualize things that we talk about uh, visioning, in other words, we, we have a vision and then we visualize doing it, it's a very spiritual, very personal experience of holding that vision deep in your mind. The vision comes from the third eye, not from the outer eyes. You go in the direction of your dominant thought. And so in combination with visualization, there's the thoughts that you run through the scripting of your mind. And those thoughts, affirmations, link to your vision, visualizations, which link to your visions, which link to your purpose. So all of those four so far are interconnected. Then we say we're going to set goals. And there is a, an acronym called SMART. If you want to look that up, it's really cool. And when you set goals, what you're basically doing is taking seven visions and creating stepping stones towards those goals. And it's important to do that every couple of months or even every month to set goals for the next six months, to keep those goals expanding and growing. But linking those goals to visions, doing the affirmations and visualizations that connect to the visions and having the vision connect to purpose. The next step down in the thing is habits, habits and decisions. So when you're making a decision, what car should you buy? What house should you live in? Or where should you be? There are a whole bunch of um, criteria on which to make that decision. The strongest criteria is, of course, a sense of purpose. How do I fulfill my purpose? What do I need to be, do, and have to fulfill that purpose? 
And when you do that, you make really wise, really long-term, really ethical, and really powerful self-worth building decisions and choices. However, when you just base your choices on your goals, you're basing your choices and your decisions on things that are temporary. And it's really wise not to do that because that means you spend a lot of time, uh, which I would call wasted, chasing rainbows. The last step in this uh, process is called link it or sink it, which is basically saying, if what I'm about to do right now, inspiration, right in this moment, if I can't link that to my purpose, I shouldn't do it. We'll sabotage anything we can't link to our purpose, whether it's driving a car or catching a flight or going on holidays or getting married or changing jobs. If you can't link it to your primary purpose, be very careful because typically what we might do is link it to a, a sub goal or link it to pleasure or link it to being right. And that's not linking our behavior to our purpose. And that is against the dynamic of living in harmony and in truth with your true nature. Let's look at the next slide and start going through these. It all comes down to a daily practice. So once you've got your VIP sorted, which is what we just went through then, we settled ourselves down into a daily practice. And I'd like to go through these with you right now. The first one is the Walker Copter. Every day, clear your head. We use emotional showers and the discard form to make sure emotions, which are like baggage, aren't lingering and carrying forward from day to day or meeting to meeting or hour to hour or week to week for that matter. I've met people who've been carrying an anger or a disappointment or a frustration with something for years. And that's not necessarily the wise thing to do. Those backpacks of, of emotions and laundry are really heavy and they block the future. So get up in your walker copter, rise above things, see the balance in them and they'll evaporate. The next one is walker chi, which is basically walking out the front door of your house every day, looking up to the stars in the morning and saying, thank you very much, this is a beautiful space. It's like going out in the garden, taking a photo, putting it up on Instagram. Walker Chi is about your connection with the universe, your connection with nature. And you can do it all day, every day. It's a fabulous process. But what you're basically saying is, I know there's emotion, high emotions, low emotions, that can um, snare me or attract me or cause me to go off track. But what I wanna do is connect with nature. Nature is the guiding light of your life. Like nature is the sun, the stars, the moon, the earth, the water, the fire of earth. And when you connect to all that, there's some part of you that operates automatically in process, in harmony, and it feels good. And therefore it builds your self-worth. Let's look at the next slide. The third step every day is walk your talk, refresh your vision. Now what we do in this process is because we've already done step uh, in, the, in the first diagram, step two, what we do, what we've done is created for you a vision, inspiration, purpose statement. It goes something along the lines of I, Christopher Walker, or whatever your name, do hereby declare before myself, others, and my higher power that my primary purpose is X, Y, Z. I will do this as a parent, a friend, a partner, an employee, as a consultant or whatever work you do. And for this, I will need and I will have the following things. It's a very important statement to read every day because it brings you back 
in tune, in harmony with your true nature, with the inspiration that's in your heart, and actually brings you to a great place, the best you you can be. Let's continue. Every single day in the morning, kiss a frog. Now, it's really important to get this right. Kiss a frog means to celebrate the the, uh, uh, the 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 finite aspect of nature. In other words, witness the beauty of a flower, witness the beauty of a tree, witness something very very micro, so that you really bring yourself down, down, down into the grounded, truthful world of um, of the micro steps. What we want to be able to do through this, and, and it happens automatically, is we link your decisions to your vision, and that makes you feel very connected. But we also link your decisions and your actions to your purpose, which makes you feel some sense of um, immortality, I suppose, because you leave a footprint on this planet every time you do something that's connected to your purpose. Plus, remembering what I said earlier, you sabotage anything that doesn't link to your purpose. So it's really important every day to have your the day planned out ahead and have some just scanning your eyes over it even the night before, just to make sure you connect everything you're about to do to your vision and to your purpose. Let's go to the next slide. Go nuts, talk to yourself. Now we've talked about this a lot, reward, instruct, motivate, parent, adult, child. We uh, I've created a slide here with a whole lot of little words in it, but really what it's about is being happy, better, faster. Happy, better, faster means reward, instruct, um, and, and motivate yourself every single day in a cycle of equally balanced self-talk. Equally balanced means you, you, you speak motivational self-talk, you speak instructional self-talk and you speak reward self-talk to yourself in sequence around and around all day and you develop that habit and that's a big habit to create. I think it's one of the greatest habits of self-mastery there can be in any walk of life. The HIT spirit walker process and there's a bit of blah blah here on the screen about it. The HIT spirit walker process means every single day you've got to Give yourself a little bit of a shot of adrenaline. And that means getting on a, a, a step trainer or a turbo bike or a, going for a run or a swim and getting your heart rate up somewhere around your maximum heart rate five times for 30 seconds. Now that's not easy to do because it hurts. And the spaces in between, you can just chill, uh, read the paper. And the idea is that if you can take your heart up to MHR five times for 30 seconds in a little exercise session, your cardiovascular and your adrenal, your um, digestion, all the process, the, the uh, lymph process through your body and your immune system will be starting to function at its optimum. And I think this is a very, very easy thing. I call it the human spirit. I call the engaging of this constitutional element of yourself in this HIT program becomes part of your spiritual practice, not your health practice. So the last but not least, the step is really important to determine your values and priorities. Now, 
We all have a fingerprint specific set of values and priorities. And it's really easy to lose the plot with this because pain drives us into our value set. And pain can say, oh, I'm really hurting in my career right now. I'm going to spend a lot of time on it. And when we do that and we ignore our core values, our true intrinsic values, we make a big mistake because if we rob Peter to pay Paul, if we take our energy from one place, which is our highest priority, and put it in something that is our lowest priority, even though we might fix a problem, we create enormous drama for ourselves, calamities, disasters, and humbling circumstances. So if you know somebody who's having a calamity, a disaster, or a humbling circumstance, massive amounts of emotion, it's typically because they have a problem they're throwing energy at, which has distracted them from their core values. And that would be a really good place to start if you're working on yourself or somebody else, helping them come to balance with themselves in life. So learn or squirm. I'm not going to give this a lot of attention right now. You can read the, the uh, context, but what it's basically saying is you take your number one priority in life. Let's say we've written here um, number one priority is your highest value. Let's say it's, for me, it might be spiritual. I need to make sure all my ducks are in the row spiritually in the day. I need to make sure I've done my connection to nature. I need to make sure I've done my gratitude exercises. I need to make sure I've done that in order to form a foundation that will free me up to do my second priority. When I've done the things that give me foundation in my second priority, I do my third. And ultimately, I can do what I love and love what I do, but it may actually be in my, in, in my seventh lowest priority. It's not a low priority. It's just my low value. And so sometimes being able to help other people, it, it is impossible to enable yourself to help other people until your priorities have been satisfied for yourself. And I think this is a really important concept to get down, that the got-tos in life actually are your highest priority. Getting those grounded and complete, getting those things fulfilled frees you up to do things that are of a lower priority. And as you do things that are of a lower value, you get to do them well, less attached. And typically you enjoy them. And that's what we call doing what you love and loving what you do. Finally, as a way of explanation, there are five sort of phases you go through with coaching. The walkers kick butt coaching, I call it. Step one, we need to learn how to solve problems. Get in the walker copter, find balance and apply the universal laws of nature. Step two is understand what, in, what inspiration is. Now, inspiration is being in this moment, turning up in time 100%. That means dealing with emotion, that means linking what you're doing to your vision, but it means turning up 100%. It means not putting the keys to your happiness in someone else's pocket. And that's just step two of the Inner Wealth Coaching Program. Now, it may take two years to get to this point. It may take three. It may take five minutes. It depends on you. Your vision, becoming a visionary is not just about writing your vision on a piece of paper and sticking it up on the wall. What starts to happen over a period of time is you start to make decisions in all walks of life, in all the seven areas of life, based on that vision. And that becomes a really, really powerful sense of self. 
we transform ourselves when we get to this third step in the uh, kick butt coaching process. The next one is quite an elegant and elite place to get to, where you start saying, I, I manage my life by linking what I do to my purpose. I make decisions, I make purchasing decisions based not on what I feel like, not on what I emote, not on what the advertising says, but how does doing this link to my purpose? And then we come, then we come into what's called a powerful presence and our self-worth starts to rise way above what we could have imagined. And we find ourselves in a whole new world. And this powerful new world is something that's very hard to put words to. And I struggle with even telling you about it. But there is a whole new world out there, far, far greater than most people imagine. The last step is mastery. Mastery is, is based on the fact that you're going to self-disrupt. You're not going to allow yourself to, to come to gravity, to sink into comfort or to seek pleasure as a primary motive for your life. And therefore, you'll continually look for ways to expand your seven areas of life, just like the rings of a tree. And you won't wait for nature to do it for you. You'll work with nature and do it together. So this is Chris. I really do hope that this uh, video and this talk has inspired you to be more diligent, to be more inspired about your life and to be more committed to the homework and the disciplines that we apply to build a really powerful seven areas of life balance and a full complete vision um, understanding and a visionary position in the world. You are unique, you know, and the fact that you're listening to this video and, and following the work of Inner Wealth reveals it. This is Chris. Have a great day.